Welcome back to Season 2 of Leading with Hope. Today on the podcast, Colin and I talk about the new teaching series, The Way, and how the way isn't easy, but it leads to life. Welcome to Leading with Hope, a podcast for leaders and volunteers of Living Hope, helping you lead like Jesus envisions. I need to sit or how loud I need to talk. So this will be fun. <laughs> well, hey, Colin. Hi, Kirk. We are back for a second season. Yes, we are. Re- relearning everything we've forgotten over the summer. Well, and it's so nice because you haven't forgotten not to talk when I hit record. Yes. So I'm still catching those little tidbits there. Maybe I'll add that in. I don't know. Maybe, you know. But we're back for a second season. Yep. And Leading uh, with hope. Yep. Yeah, leading with hope. And this actually is one of three podcasts that we have now. Yes, we do. Yeah. And uh, so there's one leading with hope, which is for leaders of living hope, uh, whether that is community group leaders or, or kids church leaders, youth leaders, whatever it is, we're going to give you some information to help you go deeper into the sermon, mm-hmm. but also um, help you to, to understand what's going on around the church, let you know some other things. And uh, so there's a little bit of format change. Plus, I'm going to introduce some other people into the discussion oh, wow. throughout the year as well. Yeah, you didn't know that. That's exciting. <laughs> Look at what we're learning together, audience. We are learning what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to do some interviews as we go along. That's but, good. Uh, one of the main things that we're going to do in this podcast, the other two podcasts, is just so everybody knows, uh, the other is uh, Parenting with Hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Pastor Shauna is leading that one with her team, and that'll be a monthly podcast. Yep. And then uh, you've got a podcast. I do, and I don't know the full format of it, and it's going to be lead, it's going to be living with hope, and so practical application of the Christian life every day. That's right. So. More devotional thought. More devotional thought. And I think we're going to be jumping into uh, spiritual disciplines for the first uh, little while and just discussing what they are and which ones we find in Scripture. So Very cool. So if you're listening to this, if someone shared this podcast with you, um, this is going to be the first one out. And the best way to do is go wherever you listen to podcasts and hit the subscribe button, and then it'll download to your device or wherever you listen to podcasts regularly. And then uh, when the other ones launch in the coming weeks, we'll also highlight them here as well and tell you how you can get them, and they'll be on the church website as well. Yes. So some of them may even be video-based podcasts. They might be on the app. On the app. So, yeah, that, that's another great place to get it. If yes. you don't want to subscribe, just go to the app because they all reside there. Some are audio, some are video. Yep. And all that. So, well, hey, we should get into the sermon. Yes. We're starting a new series. And it's not for this Sunday. It's for the... Wait, is it this Sunday? When are we recording this, Kirk? <laughs> you just destroyed all the magic. Oh, the magic's gone. Oh, yes. So we are recording this. It is September the 2nd today. Yes. And, uh, and we are recording this uh, a little bit in advance of the sermon. I'm sorry, everyone. My mind is on the sermon I'm about to preach. <laughs> Kirk is going to show me the way now, though. So uh, that's that's a little behind-the-scenes magic for you. But So we're talking about the way. Yes. And this is going to be a series that we are doing for 11 weeks. It's, it's a long one. It is a long one, and I like that it is actually broken into kind of three sections within mm-hmm. the 11 weeks. Yeah, so. so this one is focusing around, if you were a listener last season, you heard us talk about the up, the in, and the out. And so this series is really broken around, uh, broken up around the up, the in, and the out. And so mm-hmm. there's three triplets, as it were, 
plus a lead-in and a lead-out sermon. So uh, that's how the series is set up to be 11. There you go. That's how it's 11. 3, 3, 3, 1, and 1 bookend. That's right. There we go. So we're starting with the first one, the yeah, lead-in. Exactly, the lead-in. It's called uh, The Way Isn't Easy. Or actually, it's called the trailhead. The trailhead. The big idea is the way isn't easy. Oh, wow. I don't even need to ask that question now. You didn't. (laughs) You didn't. That's good. So we're saying the way isn't easy, but it leads to life. Hmm. And what is the the way? Is that based off of what in particular out of Scripture? Yeah, well, there's a a couple different places. Uh, Jesus says it in John 14, 6. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And there is this dynamic that Jesus is the way that we connect with God. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I think he is showing us the way, right? That's really what he's doing for the three years throughout the gospel is showing us a different way of living. Yeah. And so, so through this series, we're, we're talking about what is the Jesus way of living look like? Mm. How do I do this? Because it's, you know, the cross is not the destination for us. No. It is just the beginning of a journey that we walk with Jesus and in the way of living that he demonstrates. Yeah. And so with the up, in and out, we're going to be using Jesus as the model for That's how right. he related to the Father. So upwardly worship and in his uh, prayer life in particular, I think. We're, yeah. And then the in is, you know, how he made deep, meaningful relationships with yeah. those around him. And then the out is how he reached out to the world around him. That's so. right. You got that down pat. There we go. You better believe it. So we're going to dig deep into this. And if you're a leader of Living Hope, um, you know, the up in and out, that is really our vision is that we believe that that Jesus intends for us to be people that have these three relationships and mm-hmm. up with God, the father in with the church and out with people who haven't met Jesus yet. Yeah. And uh, we're attaching some new words with it through this series. You're going to have to remind the audience of what those are. Kirk. Well, I don't have to remind them because they're just hearing them for the oh, first that's time. Right. Yeah, let's let them know what's happening. My mind has gone blank. <laughs> he was trying to cover for himself by blaming all of you. But oh. uh, So the up, we're going to start talking about it using the words passionately devoted. Yes. And so what does it mean to be passionately devoted to God? This is the up relationship. So that's week two that we talk about that. And then we'll drill into two behaviors or what we call our core behaviors Hmm. of what it means to be someone who is passionately devoted to God. And those are prayer focused and spirit empowered. Then in in the the in, we're attaching the words deeply committed. We're deeply committed to one another. So this is that deep commitment that we share to the church. And the two core behaviors that we're going to talk about there are being disciple makers So being people who make disciples who make disciples, being in a relationship where you're being discipled, Mm -hmm. but also being someone that makes disciples. Yes. Often we forget one of those two. We usually do. (laughs) And then the second core behavior in the uh, deeply committed section is loving relationships, having grace and truth filled relationships in Mm -hmm. every way. Then we go to the out. Do you remember what the out one is? Uh, meaningful impact? Nope. That's, that's a, not. That's a core behavior. That's a core behavior. See, I But think the words we're attaching are relentlessly, relentlessly focused, focused on the lost. Oh, that is right. Yes. So there's this fundamental <laughs> belief that there are people in the world and they don't know Jesus and they are lost. Yeah. That's what Jesus calls them. And so this is about being relentlessly focused and having a meaningful impact in the world and also creatively engaging with people who yeah. think that they've heard everything the, chur- the church has to say yes, and they're not interested. When the truth is they haven't heard what we have to say, mm-hmm. what Jesus has to say, and they deeply need it. 
Yeah. And so those are the core behaviors that we're talking about. But this first one, we just kind of introduce um, the way to everyone. And we, go, we look at John 6. Yeah. And so with that, you kind of already touched on what the big idea is. The way isn't easy, but it leads to life. Did you want to expand on the big idea a little bit? Yeah. So this, this chapter is, is uh, this is the, the, the feeding of the 5,000 and the follow-up to it, right? Yeah. Where you have the people saying, hey, why don't you feed us some more? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus says, well, you didn't come to me because you want to have life. You came to me because you're hungry. Your yeah. stomach's for rumbling. Yeah. And he says some things that are really hard to hear. And uh, the passage we're looking at is verse 60 to 71, where it says that Jesus spoke these things. And he, he speaks about how if anybody wants to follow me, they have to eat my body and drink my blood. And everybody's like, oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, cannibalism is not socially acceptable yeah. at the time. So. And so we start the section where it says that a whole bunch of his disciples, mm-hmm. and John uses that word disciples. This wasn't the crowd. Yeah. These were people that had chosen to follow Jesus, that they bumped up against something that, that made them uncomfortable, and they left Jesus. Yeah. And he turns to his disciples, and he says, are you going to leave me too? And Peter who goes from having incredible insights to incredibly dumb things to say. Yep. He says, where else will we go? Because who else, we believe you are the, the Holy One, the Son of God, who else has the words of life? Mm-hmm. And this is the choice that it takes to follow in the way, is that we, if we want to really uh, follow Jesus, we're going to bump up against things that don't make sense, yeah. that are difficult to understand, or we just don't like yeah and in those moments we can walk the way with jesus or we can choose to leave yep there's no in between no there's really not you can't have one foot in and one foot out that's right and so that that's that's kind of where we're going in this sermon is talking through that passage and and just talking about how we have to make a choice to surrender even when it doesn't make sense you know, I don't think Peter, I don't think Peter understood what Jesus was saying. I don't think so. I don't know if Peter understood what he was saying. <laughs> but but know. he made a choice, right? He yeah. made a choice to surrender in that moment to say, you know what? You, I don't understand this, hmm. but you have words that are different. You have a way of living that is different. Yeah. And it seems life-giving hmm. compared to everything else in the world that sucks the life out of me. So I'm going to surrender to you, even though it doesn't make sense. Wow. I'm looking forward to that. Is there something along that, uh, along those lines that didn't make it into the sermon? Is there something that you kind of like? <laughs> that didn't make it into the sermon that I haven't preached yet. Exactly. <laughs> like, is there something? But you know, yeah, no, like, I know. We're, we're recording this. You've put work into it and you've put work into this whole series. Like there's yeah. been a lot of legwork. Was there something that was like captivating in a thought, but then was like, you know, not yeah. for this one. Yeah. So this one, what captivated me, and it's in there, I kind of glance off of it. I don't know how much I'll get into it, but the contrast between Peter and Judas in this passage. Because mm-hmm. the last, it, it, so you have this incredible uh, testimony from Peter who says, who else has the words of life? You're the Holy One, the Son of God. Yeah. I mean, just an incredible testimony that he gives that this is Jesus and we just need to follow him. And then it ends with the last one. Uh, the last verse, Jesus says, um, he's, he says something really harsh. And, it, and then John kind of adds this because he, was ref- he knew who was going to betray him. He says, yeah. uh, God has given me everyone and I'm going to keep them until the end except one of you because one of you is a devil. And John adds in there, 
he was speaking about Judas who's going to yeah. uh, betray him. And you know, when you think about literary things, my wife's a writer, and so she often tells me, you don't introduce something you don't use mm. in a story, right? And so when I look at this passage, and I think, why did John put this in? What, what, what is it? Like, yeah. you have this beautiful testimony of Peter. Why did we need this other thing yeah. about Jesus saying, one of you is the devil? Like, why do we yeah. need that contrast? And so it must be there for a reason. And so it struck me, the contrast between Peter and, and, and uh, Judas. Yeah. Both of them were there that day. Yeah. And both of them chose to stay with Jesus when all of the other people abandoned Jesus. Mm-hmm. Judas stayed. Yeah. If he wanted out, he could have gotten out. Yeah, he could have just left. Yeah. But he stays. So he accepted Jesus to a point. But somewhere along the journey, Judas actually said, nope, I'm done. Yeah. Right? Wow. And there is this this aspect. You know, we, we talked, I already used this phrase that the cross is not the destination. It's It's just the start of the journey mm-hmm. and I think uh, as Christians at least I know in my own life the cross has been the destination yeah the end like it's like the cross and then heaven yep but actually you know there's a if we if we use this metaphor and it's not that we're crucifying Christ over and over again it's that we have to daily come to the cross and decide today will I surrender hmm. now today will I surrender and I think Peter in his journey he came to that place, and I think there were times where Peter probably said, not today. But then the next day he said, I'm back, yeah. right? Because, why do I say that? Well, because we know that, that he said, Jesus, you can't be saying these things about being crucified, and yeah. Jesus had to rebuke him. We know that Peter d- denies Christ three times, denies knowing Christ three times, right? And so I think there was times where he just he wasn't willing to surrender, mm-hmm. but then he kept coming back, and he kept yeah. surrendering. Judas, though, he gets to a point where he stops surrendering. Yeah. And it's not at the point when he betrays Jesus. And yeah. I think it's before that. Because we, we read in the story of the gospel where it's like, well, Judas was arguing with Jesus about money because he wanted the perfume that was poured on Jesus to be spent, to be sold, and then he would get the pro- profit from it. And so there was this point where he just kind of gave up on Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was still doing everything that he used to do. Yep. He's still traveling with Jesus, but he's not surrendering to Jesus. Yeah. And so when you have this contrast between Peter and between Judas, both of them, you know, denied, betrayed Jesus. Yeah. Yet Peter goes on and Judas doesn't. And it's because of that surrender. And you see the journey with Jesus continues. You make a choice to start. Yep. But the journey continues as you surrender every single day. And the choice is between Peter and Judas. Who are you going to be? That's captivated me. That is captivating. That actually brought an image to my mind. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but on uh, some major hiking trails, and I, I witnessed this when I did uh, Mount Robson and the hike there, that if you look along the sides for the first 10 kilometers of these major hikes, especially yeah. when you're going up the side of a mountain, you will see gear oh, really? just strewn um, to the side. And that's really? because people have to make a choice between what they've packed and making it to the end. Oh, wow. So overpacked for the journey. Yeah. And, you know, in your first 10 kilometers, you realize how heavy your backpack is. Wow. And you have to judge for yourself, you know, is this new pot that I bought worth it? Or is this worth it? Or right. did I pack too much food? And so it's very interesting because if you yeah. You can just you can pick up extra items, which you don't want to do because you're already strapped and you're going up. So yeah. but it's that idea of everything, you know, every every pound counts. Yeah. And so you have to do I want to make it to the end with everything I have or do you want to make it to the like most likely like not with everything you have, but do you want to make it to the end? Or are you willing to lose some things along the way? So Yeah. And that's the Christian journey, right? Right. Yeah. You, you come up and 
every like because people were following Jesus right yeah. up until this point where they said, mm, "I can't do that. Yeah, I can't go there." Yep. And they weren't willing to drop the pack as you. Yeah, as drop the item. Says. Like maybe it was like an extra packet of food or whatever, an extra bedroll. And so it's like, am I willing to put this item down on the side of the path? Yeah. Maybe pick it up on my way back. Or am I just going to turn around right now and quit this and get this back to my car and maybe try this again another time? Like, so yeah. anyway, so that's the image that came no, to mind. that's my, powerful. That's yeah. powerful. So I guess the question is for our listeners is, you know, what is it today? Yeah. What do you need to drop? Yeah. What do you, what do you need to surrender to Jesus for? Yeah. In that. And that's a challenging thing. It is a challenging thing because in those moments you are choosing between something that's been a part of your life and Christ. That's right. And so it's what's what I... I always got frustrated when I was younger when people would say, oh, the Christian life, it's, it's free, it's, uh, it's free grace. But, you know, it costs so much because if Absolutely. you really follow Christ, then you're going to come up against things in life that, that just are not compatible. That's right. That is the way, right? The, yeah. way, the way isn't easy, mm-hmm. but it leads to life. Amen. And that has been, you know, whether it's hiking up Mount Robson yep. or whether it is... Um, going somewhere else you know you you have these points where you have to make a decision is the cost worth it yep and the the way is marked by daily counting the cost amen so that's that's where we're going i'm excited the sermon i'm looking forward to this hey so uh catch us next week and we'll pick up where we are leaving off in this sermon we'll be talking about being passionately devoted to god the up part of our journey with jesus Upwards and onwards. I'm looking forward to this, Kirk. You bet. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody.